Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Pretrenders. Miguel Saavedra uh, suggested The Pretrender by the Fuziders, but uh, I don't know that song, so I just did the band The Pretrenders, uh, who I like. I'm Jack, and that is Joel Monique! Hey! What's up? What's up, Joel? Oh man, a lot of hot topics to get into. So I much mean, mess. Out the in the hottest. World. We're about to we're about to uh, kick it off with I think the hottest topic that we've ever covered, mm. and that is of course the comedic stylings of a Jim Brewer. Um, yeah, you know uh, we've been saying it for years, uh, but conservatives are getting funnier, and the left is nervous. <laughs> um, so Jim Brewer. Uh, who was kind of always bad on, like, I feel like, you know, people will typically um, be like, the current season of SNL sucks. Like, when I was younger, uh, SNL fucking ruled, man. Um, I That is not true, because when I was younger, Jim Brewer was on SNL, and uh, his he just, like, did goat sounds. And also looked high, and that was that was the thing. That was his 90s whole... comedy was either a full swing or an entire miss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was no in between. It was messy. So he has uh, recently come out as like anti-vax, anti. Government doesn't get to tell us what to do, man. Um, and so he canceled a show where they were asking people to be vaccinated or mandating it. Uh, he's gone on Tucker Carlson, and you know just made very uh, the just the most basic bottom feeding uh, anti-vax points like that you expect anti-vaxxers to make uh, and he just did a new like sand, stand up set at like something some like Christian conference um, that is going viral because it's so good uh, super producer Brian can you bless us with uh this Jim Brewer thing uh, where he combines his two skills of animal <laughs> impressions and being a fucking complete uh, right wing dipshit. You know what a cockatoo is? A cockatoo. <laughs> He's doing an impression of a crow, by the way, I think. I was going to say, not how a cockatoo sounds. A dying goat, maybe? That's a goat. That's <laughs> all he learned how to do? Yeah, that's it. Little cockatoo staring at the screen. <laughs> facts and figures, facts and figures. Oh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci. <sighs> and then he makes a real ugly face and sticks his tongue out. Uh, all right, that that should do. Um, uh, that is good, yeah. That is courtesy yeah, of AmericanFaith.com. Uh, he was at like the American <laughs> Faith uh, <laughs> conference. I just want to let you know the only people at the American Faith conference were white. From the oh. video that we just saw. There's and not a speck of color in the bunch. So white. Uh, and like didn't really know how to laugh. Uh, it seems like they were just like smiling like, oh, he's he's telling a joke. What? This is the best they have for comedy. I really think, listen, here's my new. I If we're just going to go on a roll of conspiracy theories today, which I feel in my soul is going to happen. Uh, it seems to me as if comedians on the outs are like kind of get in front of an audience again i'm but just gonna I'm go bad full right at comedy wing. i'm just gonna yeah. go full right wing they need comedians i need money and listen it, it will just make it work and listen that is not how long did he work on that joke that's not hours that's not 
working and perfecting a joke until it hits perfectly. This is throwaway material. Yeah, it's the it's some stuff that he has gotten uh, other pandemic people to like agree with. Uh, and he's been like, he's confusing agreement with laughter, I guess. I don't know. It's very funny stuff. Uh, very inspired. Uh, and you know, people on the left are nervous. Uh, they, they have gained the power of comedy and, uh, it's only a matter of time until, uh, they win me over personally. Like that was, that was good stuff. Um, what a, what a piece of shit. Uh, but you know, but it, it's a great, people should go watch the video just because the cutaways of the people laughing are, um, very surreal. Like they look like they're laughing from the afterlife or something like they just, yeah, they're definitely dead inside and the <laughs> laughter that's coming up is like residual. Like they're really trying yeah. to make an effort to appear human. It's a struggle. The uh, the strategy of uh, making a dumb noise and a dumb face and then just saying what other people believe is is a strong one, though. And uh, mm. yeah, we perfected it in kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, facts and figures, facts and figures. Wait, so <laughs> facts? We're mad about facts. <laughs> OK. All right, man. They're, they listen to Dr. Fauci and they like facts and figures. Yeah. These evil bastards. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kanye's publicist uh, is trending because they are in trouble for. So this is kind of a weird story because it's unclear who they went. Um, So they went to the home of a Georgia election official and pressured them to say that they committed fraud back when like that was Trump's kind of whole whole thing was that he was going to his last hope. Yeah. Um, and second to last, they didn't say who they were there on behalf of. They were like, I'm here on behalf of a prominent public figure. Mm. So did that's Kanye. Was it Kanye? <laughs> was Kanye like in on the big lie? Like, was he trying to, huh? I, I'm, I'm assuming they were like working for Trump on the side or something. You would um, have to imagine, but it seemed like Trump was sort of grasping at anybody who was willing to go run a quick deed for him. Yeah. At that time, I do think like Kanye has pretty openly admitted like he was not within his right mind. He was off of his meds for three years uh, as somebody who takes brain altering meds to get through my day to day life. If you go off those fuckers, it is it's just gone. It takes so long to get everything back. And it just sucks that he's surrounded by people like this um, yeah. who would intimidate an election official. How how are these wires even crossing? Like the, the the fact that Kanye was so close to the White House, like if there had been any kind of organization behind that move, we might have been looking at a Kanye presidency. Horrifying, horrifying. Yeah. Oh man, I I really despair for a like branch in the multiverse where a person with their shit together like <gasps> takes all the lessons from the Trump administration and Oof. like puts them together. That's gonna be. Uh, not great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna very say frightening. It. Very yeah. frightening. Um. All right. And and there's just like everyone's mad. Uh. It seems like like a Delta. Uh. Delta had to like kick a passenger off their flight because they got drunk on the flight and then started like physically abusing flight attendants and uh, even fought the air marshal. And so they had to land the flight. Uh, hate crimes are up 100 percent in New York City, owing to uh, abuse towards uh, Asian Americans and uh, Asian people. 
This really goes to be careful what you wish for, because we really said, hey, I really hope it's like the Roaring Twenties when we get to 2020. Here we are, full belligerence. Everywhere you look, just people way more liquored up. We saw that huge spike in wine sales uh, over the last two years. Everyone is fighting on a plane. I don't understand why. I, I sort of do. Planes are hyper uncomfortable. Uh, you can't do anything or go anywhere, really. God forbid you happen to get an old plane without a TV screen in front of you. The chaos. It's, it, yeah. it feels like a, a new level of torture. I flew for my birthday to New York on one of the most uncomfortable planes I've ever been on. Like the most 90 degree, no padded seats ever. Horrible. On the other hand, it's sort of wild to me because I don't know if you saw, but American Airlines kicked off a mother with like a seven week, seven month old baby, a very tiny child, um, apparently for talking back. Like the skies are not friendly anymore. There are no, no. friendly skies to fly. Stay grounded. Avoid air travel um, and the hate if you can. But it's up 100 percent. So and I think we're just in it now. This is this is our roaring 20s yeah. and it is violent. Yeah, it's like everybody had visions of the Great Gatsby, but like uh, everybody just turned Gatsby. into yeah. They didn't read the Great Gatsby and didn't <laughs> didn't, didn't read about Tom Buchanan and didn't realize that everybody was turned into Tom Buchanan instead of any of the. They other saw characters. the movies and they were like, "That party looks lit." And it's like, yeah, like, whole betrayals yeah. happen, a lot of death. It's messy. It's it's not an ideal world. You don't want to go back there. Yeah. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I do want to prepare you because the uh, Sex and the City reboot uh, oh, has sure. issued a big, um, you know, twist in the very first episode back. Uh, dun, and dun, dun. we will spoil that shit uh, because uh, it is mm-hmm. trending as well as the major uh, corporation whose uh, stock that twist has uh, driven down 11%. Um, so. Yeah, that would have been a good tease if I knew how to word sentences. Uh, but you got there. You, I think you, you got I think there. you guys get what I'm saying. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, and Julian Assange, uh, we'll we'll do the um, Sex in the City. Twist at the Sorry, end. You gotta wait. You got. We got to get through real yeah. news and then we can hear about sex. Yeah, we're gonna city. end with that shit. All right, Julian Assange, because you need to know about Julian Assange. Uh, so, a couple months back, Yahoo News, uh, who are apparently uh, you know our hardest hitting news outlet, reported that CIA officials had drawn up options for uh, former U.S. President Donald Trump's administration for dealing with Julian Assange while he was holed up in the uh, Ecuadorian embassy in London. Uh, And those options uh, were anywhere from kidnapping him to assassinating him. Those were, Mm -hmm. those were uh, the, that was the range that they were working with. And so the U S has been uh, since they, I guess like saw this guy have been trying to uh, extradite him to America and, presumably put him in solitary confinement and then like have him accidentally harm himself or whatever. And so like one of the top judges in America below the Supreme court, but like way up there has ruled that um, it it is okay for them to extradite him. And uh, so it's looking bad for Julian Assange uh, looking bad for like journalism, Um, you know, WikiLeaks editor in chief, Kristen, 
Profnison uh, is exactly how that's pronounced. So in case you ever want to know how it's pronounced, just go back <laughs> and listen it. to that. Mm-hmm. Kristen Profnison uh, <laughs> said Julian's life is once more under grave threat. And so is the right of journalists to publish material that governments and corporations find inconvenient. Uh, this is about the right of a free press to publish without being threatened by a bullying superpower. Um, yeah. So I, and I think all that's, that's all pretty accurate. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, this is, it's, it, you want it to be shocking. You want it to not be true. And, uh, yeah, they've killed so many of our great thought leaders, you know, in the past mm, 50, 60 years. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of devastating to know that we're aware of that and they're still moving as if no one can see them. It's yeah. like, well, well, we know what you could, you're doing. Please don't do that. In the same way that I just, I, I hope he can get out. I hope he can. I don't know how. I don't yeah. know if he can, but I hope he can get out and doesn't have to come back here ever again. That is so bananas that... <laughs> I hate state sanctioned murder. I hate yeah. it so much. I hate that we just lost another person to death row for not even do guy didn't kill anybody. He just happened to be an area where police officers were killed and they were like, well, got to take that guy out. Mm. There was no stay of execution, even though they proved he didn't murder anyone. And I think I'm just sort of devastated by the amount of murder our state has sanctioned to people we can't prove our guilty and people who did nothing more than try to be patriotic and, and take care of the people by voicing their opinions. Like that is sick. We live in a sick country. We do very. I, and like, I always want to, whenever uh, Julian Assange's name is mentioned, I always want to like, be like, look, I don't like this guy any more than you do. Um, but I also have started to wonder if all the stories that have been, you know, published about like, how bad a house guest he was in the embassy and like how uh, unreasonably like i don't know it, how much of this shit is true you could definitely question a lot of julian assange's actions but i think we can all or hopefully most of us can agree he hasn't done anything worthy of death like nothing that yeah. gives the state the right to like literally end his life and i think that at least the initial actions he took that got him into the press are commendable and yeah I, yeah. I, uh, this is um, really sad. Uh, we have Kanye in the news again uh, for a Two second times. thing for good times. Uh, he and Drake had a like dual concert or like appeared together at a what was the cause? The Larry Hoover Freedom. Yeah. 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 Free Larry. Free Larry uh, event. Uh, he's on tour. Apparently, I just like one of my friends was like, oh, I'm going to see Kanye. I didn't even realize like usually his tours are big events and there's Donda. Like, they're super huge events. There was a line wrapped around uh soldier field in Chicago. When he for came this to one, for the Donda, Donda one. Show. Okay. Yeah. But like, I, I always, I've come to expect like some sort of, you know, stage thing that's, that's associated with it. Like, you know, I, I saw the, uh, St. Pablo, performance where he was like floating around the forum on like that glowing stage it seems like there's not that now in this in the donda one um it it wasn't for me (laughs) (laughs) i i um that's what i was talking to a friend this morning i was like well which kind of albums do you rock with i was like well obviously college dropout remains uh a pinnacle i think 808s and heartbreaks 
didn't get enough love and credit. That was an artist really trying to stretch himself and do something interesting. And those music videos are some of the most beautiful music videos ever produced. Mm. Um, but the minute he said something about old Kanye and, and how everyone, met, I was like, yeah, we do. We do. This is now off the walls. I don't know. I hope, I hope he comes. It seems like he's trying to come back down to earth. It's, it's hard when you have mental health issues like that. But I also think, um, Listen, uh, help Larry Hoover, I guess. But, you know, maybe what if we focused our energy on getting uh, nonviolent drug offenders out of prison, specifically yeah. the ones who, you know, sold weed? I just think there's better energies. Kanye could be putting his time behind uh, than this entire concert series, which seems a little. Yeah, it's weird to me. I, I saw I saw him at Madison Square Garden uh, after or for the late registration album. But it was well, the it was the Madison Square Garden below like the big one because that's how like he was just like kind of you know there he was are two popular. Madison Square Gardens is this yeah. What I'm there's that's a, yeah, you learn that like in uh, what? you're like oh I'm going to the garden to see this band and then like I'm shocked that uh, you know the Strokes can sell at Madison Square Garden and then it ends up being uh, like underneath in this like basement <laughs> area that's just a much smaller place but he was not comfortable performing it uh kanye Mm -hmm. at that time and it was still fucking awesome but it was also like oh my god yeah yeah it was the polo days uh and even then he had a cool stage setup though but it was like a very small stage setup he's an Uh, artist oh my gosh and finally all right sex and city uh fans who haven't watched the first episode of what's it called and just like that and yes, then it happened. Yes, and just like that. And just like so, we were talking before about why they gave it such a bad name because they're they're definitely trying to rebrand. You were speculating it has something to do with the fact that the kind of core demo of Sex and the City fans are you know aging, and yes. maybe it's because it does sound like one of those like Diane Keaton rom coms from. Like the the early aughts, yes. Uh, yeah. uh, something's got to give. Yeah, something's got to get. Like just mm. a vague, like kind of cliched, <laughs> like phrase that mm. doesn't doesn't sound like it should be a movie or a TV show title, <laughs> uh, and are are like impossible to remember. Like I've never been able to remember uh, which if one you is. Don't like, remember the kitchen or the iconic turtleneck sweater or Jack trying to climb those stairs after his heart attack so he can have sex. Listen, that movie is iconic. Something's got to give a top 10 movie. Oh, I'm not. But just the title is hard to remember. That <laughs> it, <laughs> is, it's a, just so like hard. and just like that. No. It's just like it's just not a phrase that like can possibly stick in the mind. There's another one like something's got to give, uh, which I would bring up now if those mem- those titles were. It's complicated. That's the you- one. I have to love a Nancy Myers jam. All of her yeah. kitchens are great. And Keanu Reeves is so a sexy fun. doctor who likes older women. Yeah. There's so just, good. they're so hard to remember. Come up with better titles uh, for <laughs> these great works of genius. Anyways, the new one is called, uh, and just like that. And uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a reboot of sex in the city. Uh, it does not have Kim Cattrall does not have Samantha, um, which people were like, what? Huh? Why that? That's gonna happen. Like you guys, we need all four. Yeah. And now, uh, and here's the big spoiler: doesn't have Mr. Big 
anymore. Mr. Big dies of a heart attack in the very first episode. In episode uh, one. And Peloton is mm. trending because Mr. Big gets off of his thousandth bike ride on Peloton, like this goal he's like super excited about, I guess, and then dies of a heart attack promptly. And, <laughs> uh, and Peloton stock has like gone down 11%. I guess it's been gone going down all year because people no longer want to feel like they're in that, uh, black mirror episode where everybody just like has to work on an exercise bike and like sleep in the room that they exercise and, live in and work in and uh like we're all just like little cogs this is not squid games yeah it's yeah exactly uh <laughs> people for some reason are starting to not want to feel like that uh but anyways they're trying to do damage control and so they got dr suzanne steinbaum a preventative cardiologist and member of peloton's health and wellness advisory council uh oh to make a to make a statement um, she said, I'm sure SATC fans like me are saddened by the news that Mr. Big dies of a heart attack. Yo, spoilers. You can't put her out there making <laughs> statements like this. She, you need to have like a pop culture, uh, consultant there to be like, Oh, ah, ooh, we want to say spoiler. Uh, and then, uh, she says, and this is fucking cold blooded. Mr. Big lived what? Many would call an extravagant lifestyle, including mm -hmm. cocktails, cigars, and big steaks, mm -hmm. and was at serious risk as he had a previous cardiac event in season six. Only these real fans remember. These lifestyle choices, and perhaps even his family history, uh, which wow. often is a significant factor, were the likely cause of his death. Riding his Peloton bike <laughs> may have even helped delay his cardiac <laughs> event in my completely <laughs> independent... <laughs> <laughs> doctoral <laughs> medical opinion oh, uh, no. with absolutely un unaffected by my uh my by my position as a uh, member of this board that gets uh that gets you know hundreds of thousands of dollars poorer every time the stock price goes down uh i'm going to just say had nothing to do with it Sorry. Uh, I have like seven things to say. First of all, good on you, <laughs> Sex in the City. Good on you for killing off Big. Yes. That story had fully run its course. I saw a great tweet yesterday. I'm sorry. I don't remember who tweeted it, but they were like, am I the only one who remembers how bad he treated her? And no, random person on the internet, you're not. Big was awful to carry. Remember when he left her in the middle of the street on their wedding day? What a douche. Um, I'm so glad he's gone. Let's find out what older single Carrie is like, like many of these women out here without their husbands and just their good friends to like go drink and enjoy, I don't know, good books and great cocktails in a fabulous closet. Good Situation like that, Joel, something's got to give, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you. Find a Keanu and pick him over <laughs> Jack Nicholson. OK, you can do it. He was a doctor. What were you doing, Diane? I digress. I also think. Um, that calling out Mr. Big's quote unquote extravagant lifestyle, like 98% of Americans aren't somewhat living that lifestyle anyway, is bull. Okay. If Mr. Big had to be worried, <laughs> we all have to be worried. Right. All right. You really, yeah. you're not helping your case here. You're like the man likes steaks and cocktails. We're all drinking. It's the pandemic, ma'am. Please calm down. Uh, <laughs> and third and finally, I think it's so wild how our, not our entire economy, but at least a company's reputation. We stick on what happens in a frivolous TV show. 
Um, the man was riding a bike and had a heart attack. We see people exercise and have heart attacks in movies and TV shows all the time. Literally all of the time. They clutch their chest. They fall over. It's dramatic. Sometimes it's funny if you're Jack Nicholson and something's got to give. It was hilarious. I, I, it, it seems like a waste of time. For her. I'm sure she was like, I got to do what today? And they were like, please just write. Just let them know that Peloton didn't kill Big. The fictional character. <laughs> do you know I'm a doctor? I went to school for so many years. Like, please just tell the Americans that we didn't kill them. Fine. I got this. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, we live in a society, I guess we live in a society. <laughs> I mean, that sums it all up. I don't think we ever need to publish another episode of this show. Done. Uh, we live in a society. Joel, <laughs> as always, such a pleasure having you. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the Internet at Joel Monique. It's J-O-E-L-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. All right. Uh, well, that is going to do it for us on this Friday afternoon. Uh, we are back on Saturday with a best of episode. Uh, we still oh, do yeah. that every Saturday. If people want to check that out. Um, and then on Monday with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Don't attack your fucking flight attendant. Um, Please, God. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to y'all on Monday. Bye. Get a booster.